friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, where friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, crying, hug, friendship solid as gold. My soul could whatever started a year ago. We share our stories and your stories were told. 80s, 90s memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, NKOTV. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My soul called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW. Hashtag friends forever. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Why does it feel weird? I don't know. Like, we haven't sat down and read, like, done, like, a regular block party. In a long time. In a long time. I mean. Right. Yeah, in a long time. It's been what since maybe October? No, November. It was, but it was because we did the one with Roger, and you had one with Maria. Yeah, so I think it's been since October. It's been a while. Yeah, beginning of November, but it's been a while. So like that's why it's been a couple months, right? Since because I'm sitting here looking at our stories to read, and I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. And then you actually vocalized it. I did. It was like, I don't know. It just feels like different. Not like bad different. Just like getting in back. And it's Friday morning. It's like when you start a new job, kind of. No. No. That's not the feeling. Like when you come back after a long vacation. When you come back after a long vacation. Yeah. That's what it's like. And it's like, it's early in the day. Yeah. I mean, for us. This is new. The The last time we did this was Joey Fatone. We did this with Joey Fatone? Yeah. We, I can't remember. It was like that Saturday. We like recapped? We recapped before we went to go see him. Or maybe it was after we went to go see him. I feel like it was before. Maybe it was after. I can't remember. I think it was after. I mean, I don't think it's any secret to people that we are not morning people. No. Generally speaking. Not. We're like, not that we're like not morning people. I need a little bit to warm up. Like I couldn't do an episode at eight o'clock in the morning. But we're good at night. Right. Like, we're good at night. Yeah. And we've always been like that. That's, I mean, since the beginning. Since. since I mean, since the beginning of time. Since we came up with our business idea. <laughs> since we used to drive to Augusta at midnight just for fun. Uh, and sometimes. Oh, remember when we went and met um, my internet friend, Corey? Was that the middle of the night? That was middle of the night. Were we with Jen? Mm, possibly. I feel like I remember being in her Buick. And he met us in the parking lot of like the Civic Center. Yeah. And it was snowing. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And we drove to Augusta for five minutes, maybe. Did our parents know where we were? Absolutely not. They would have freaked out. I would freak out if Bryn did that. I, uh, yeah, I would freak out if Bryn did that. I'd be like, what the hell are you think you're doing? That you, you crazy. You could get kidnapped. That's that is the only thing that could happen. Right. If you're driving to Augusta to meet a stranger. Right. In the middle of the night. Right. In the snow. Right. We were with Jen. Yeah. We were totally with Jen. I remember her driving. I rem- and it was like not great driving. And I remember we got there and he was like, oh, oh geez. Stand by. I have a feeling that's a political call. We I have gotten so many political text messages. I get texts all the time. They're for my mother. I'm like, please stop texting me. They're like, hello, Nancy. This is so and so. And they're all across the board. Like they're Republican, Democrat, Independent. Mine are all Democrat. But most of them are from Bernie. I know. I have my (laughs) my texts are all from Bernie. I'm just like. They're all from Bernie and they're all for my mother. That's funny. So I feel like, like, I've asked her, mom, did you actually write down my phone number for like one of those things? So weird. And she's like, I don't think I did. But it seems like something my mom would do. Like she may have gotten confused and written down my number. Or there's some list they purchased that some, somewhere along the line, your mom bought something and put your number on it. And they bought, they bought the. I can't even think. I have, okay, so I have a client. This is really off topic. Well, that's what we do. He is so smart. Oh, yeah? Yes. So he has, he's very like, I can't just assume that that he doesn't have just one email. He has multiple emails. Oh. 
and he has multiple domains. Oh. And he creates these email addresses for, anyway, so like for a cruise line. Mm-hmm. He has a specific email address just for that cruise line. Oh. And then like if he were to sign up for like my Best Buy Rewards, mm-hmm. he would have a specific email address for that one so that he knows who is selling his information. That is so smart. It is so smart. I mean, he's retired. He has time to keep track of this stuff. Good for him. But the other day, because the cruise line that he cruises on, they ask for his email address. And I'm like, well, I, I don't know what email address he uses because mm-hmm. I, I just know that he's like he kind of told me about his email stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to have to find out. So I asked him and he told me what it was. And I'm like, I am so glad I asked you because I knew it would be something that wasn't the one that like you regularly use. Right. So and then I got thinking, hmm, I wonder if. The email address that I have for I, him. I was just thinking the same thing. I bet you anything. It's. Yeah. I bet it is. It's so specifically for you. Right. Or for AAA. How does one keep tabs with all those emails, though? Well, he's probably not like you or I. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, 10% off for my email address. Sign me up. Right. 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 And he probably doesn't do that. Like He might, though. And maybe he has like a, like what I would call like a dumpster email. Which I do. I sort of do. My BDN Nikki is is dumpster. Dumpster. I have one of my old AOL addresses Mm -hmm. that I will use for dumpster. Oh, is it uh, me for Lance B at AOL.com? No. (laughs) But I could see if you used that as your dumpster email. Or Lance Bassass at AOL.com. That too. Had both of those email addresses. Do you still have them? Yes, I do. I am so sad that I got rid of my high school email addresses. It, well, I had my original. I still have them, but they I can't go back in the emails. Like, they didn't save any of my no, emails. No, no, no. No, I can't go back in my emails either. Mm-hmm. Like I, But I had my Brooke 842, which mm-hmm. was my original, my always. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, my... I had... I had Glycerzen. I had to crash into me, yes. which was kind of pervy, but like, I didn't realize it. I just like Dave Matthews band. Yeah. But like, I would get, I like, I would get instant messages as a teenager. Yikes. Because think about it. Yeah. But like, I didn't think about that. I was I, like, I didn't either. I, I was, was just like, like, I love this song. I, I love just, Dave Matthews just band. Just a DMB fan. Yes. I'm just going to get a tattoo later to prove my, and I did my love for DMB. My allegiance. <laughs> um, and anyway, I thought that was brilliant. So one day, maybe I'll get my stuff together and I'll do the same thing. I will for sure never do that. Or not. Because I wouldn't be able to keep track. And then I would be like, oh, they sold my email address to Bed Bath & Beyond. And I'm like, but wait a second. Did I give that email address to Bed Bath & Beyond? That would be me. So the, the how he knows mm-hmm. is he the the email address is like carnival at yeah oh that's and his mark exactly so that's how he knows it's not carnival cruise line i don't want to give away his anonymity not that it, not that anybody's gonna go find him right but still um but that's how he knows so smart and his domains are like his pet names like his pet like his animals his dogs that's so cool. Isn't that so smart? Yeah. I'm like, you are brilliant. You are a genius, sir. I love it. Yeah. So anyway. I wonder if he's caught people. I'm probably. I caught you. You sold my you said right. you weren't going to and you sold it. You told you lie. Yeah. Sir. Yes. Take me off your lists. Now or I'll get the FDA. No. 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 <laughs> I was gonna say C D C nope, that's nope, not that's it either. Not either. <laughs> it's the uh, uh no. Um, I yep. can't remember. Whoever the communications, the CC, no, TCC, no. I don't know. I miss TCC. Somebody is somebody. Me too. Somebody's yelling, bah, 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 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we're like, keep going. FCC, FCC, yes, the Federal Communications Commission. Commission. Is that it? Something like that. Yeah. So he's gonna be like. I'm going to report you. Oh. 
No. Brilliant. Brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. sir. So, sir, anyway. I tip my hat to you. Sir. <laughs> Joe tips his hat to you. Oh, I would love Joe to tip my his hat to me. Oh, I didn't mean that, Joe. Oh. Joe I meant Biden? Joe from you. Oh. <clears throat> oh. So, Joe, oh. do you think your hat, like, completely disguises you? Oh, you're talking about you again. Yes. Yeah. Come on. Really? I mean, if you put on a baseball cap. You're Joe in a cap. Right. Like. We're talking about you, by the way, on Netflix. You guys know what it is. You've all watched it, right? I just started season one. I had never seen it. Um, just. <sighs> when I watch stuff lately, it's stuff that barely captures my attention, attention because I listen to it while I work. Uh-huh. Because I don't have time during the day, mm-hmm. like I just don't, to sit and watch a movie. Right. It's not that I don't have time. It's that my mind doesn't allow me to sit and watch something at leisure. Like a movie. Um, I just can't do it anymore. I can't sit through stuff. I only can at night. In the middle, of, like literally the middle of the night. If I... See, I can't during the but day. But then now. I would think... I'm not going to be able to get up in the morning. I'm going to lose all this time. Like I would be thinking of all of that while I'm watching it. And then I'm not watching it. And it's like, Oh, see, I wish I thought like that. Oh my gosh. But I can't. It's so annoying because I'd like to just watch something. Now I did the other day sit through and watch Heather's. Yeah. With Bryn because she wanted to watch it because you guys know there's the Heather's um, musical Right. And it's popular with the young crew nowadays. <laughs> so she wanted to watch the movie Heathers and I kept saying it's really dark. It's really dark. It's really dark. And we watched it and we watched Edward Scissorhands too. I love that movie. And she was like, wow, this is really dark. And I said, I told you. I told you. Mm-hmm. I told you so. Mm-hmm. So anyway, with you, going back to you, um, it makes me anxious. Yeah. Um, like, I get anxiety watching it. Mm-hmm. So, like I said to you today, I needed to know. I needed to know what was happening because. You needed spoilers. I needed spoilers. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds so stupid. No, but I, because I do, too. I just need to know what I'm going to watch, what I'm about to get into, because I'm a type of person that I need to know what I'm about to get into. Right. And if I'm going to invest the time to watch it. I'm going to do it. See, this is I like I totally get it because I get anxious watching it. We talked about that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I had to read spoilers for season two. Like, but I read them as I watch it. So I'm like 10 minutes away from finding out what happens. I will go and find out what happens before because I yes. can't. My, 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 I'll start my soul can't take it. I'll start Googling. And it's this is why I can't watch sports. Because it's like I totally get it. No, because I get too invested. Yes. And then I'm. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Especially baseball. Especially baseball. I'm like it with baseball. I'm like it with football. I'm like I'm, I'm like it with any sport, to be but, honest with you. Like, I just can't. I just can't. So, I, get, I get anxiety every single basketball game. Of I course you do. I. Of course you do. If I told those girls, they'd probably be like, what? But like, I dread getting ready for the basketball games mm-hmm. because I am anxious and then i'm anxious all through the game and then afterwards like i need to go to bed because i exhausted myself of course coaching like exhaust and i'm an assistant coach i'm not even the head coach you exhaust your mind i did head coach one game though oh you did i did i did and then i asked the girls what i do and they said you did pretty good i said well thanks great job coach because at first i said good luck to them when i (laughs) when they heard i was (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I said it out loud and I was like, oops, didn't mean to say that. Whoopsie daisy. I mean, we lost. But that's okay. Because we're in a building year. So. And it's fine. And that's the thing. Like, after it's all said and done, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. Right. Obviously. Right. Because you know what I always remind myself? Okay. So, like, when the when the Patriots don't win and right. I can hear people, mm-hmm. oh, Patriots, Tom Brady sucks. Yeah. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's He's the goat. Yes, he is. But you're just jealous, and he is, <laughs> and he is fly. So anyway, when they lose, right, I am like, 
pissed for a second. That sucks. Mm -hmm. Woe is me. Right. And then I'm like, wait a minute. There's a whole Patriots Nation that is pissed right now. Right. I'm not the only one. Kevin, when they lose. Yeah. Forget the rest of the day. Especially if it's an early game. Screw it. Like, he is (laughs) so pissed the rest of the day. And I just, I hate it. I hate it. It's like, you don't play for them. Right. Like. Right. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. don't have money invested. In You're them. not Robert Kraft. No. Like. um, But it's like, I get it at the same time because I totally. had that investment in the 2004 Boston Red Sox. I. Yeah. I was so invested. Yeah. 2004, 2005, 2006. Those three years, I was so invested in the Red Sox. So invested that when Johnny Damon left. Oh, uh, yes. And went to the Yankees. It broke my heart and I stopped watching baseball. Broke my heart. Yeah. Like, that's how invested I was mm-hmm. because he was my favorite. And I couldn't believe the atrocity of him going right to the Yankees. Right. I talked to Joey Fatone about this. Yes, you did. So um, anyway. No, I get it. I totally get it. My husband's wonderful when the Patriots lose or like, for example, when they lose, he usually unless unless there was like a bad call, Mm -hmm. usually he'll be like, they deserve to lose. I could see where they didn't do this, didn't do that. See, that's the attitude. That is the attitude. That is the rational way to look at things. They didn't deserve not. Oh, the the officiated. They're out for us. They're out for blood. They hate us. That's me. That's me. I'm watching the game last weekend. I'm watching the game and I'm like, listen to how they talk. They don't even, they don't like us. They don't want us to win. Right. <laughs> the same way. I'm like, that's not acceptable and that's not okay. Um, they have to be impartial. Like, they can't talk like that. My mom just texted me. We can give this part in. Yeah. And said, hi. That's all. She sees you're at my house. Hi. So I wrote, hi. Oh, no. I wrote, hello, mom. That's different. <laughs> she responded, that's different. <laughs> um, at Nikki's recording. So we're like kind of off topic today. And I know we got some stories fine. to read. Yeah, but we it's been a while. So we wanted to just kind of like <clears throat> let you know what was on our mind. Like that's what's been on our mind. And uh, yeah, so much stuff. Yeah, even more so. So really quick. Yes. I'm just going to I'm going to let them know why I wasn't why I wasn't able to record. So I really thought my dad was going to die. Like, no joke. He's fine. That's crazy. Like, people are like, why is she saying that? But you like it was like a roller coaster. It was like a roller coaster. It was. And I'm not going to be think... like secretive about it. Like, my dad has health problems and he needs to like <clears throat> get his shit together. He needs to like. Well, he needs to take care of himself. Right. Exactly. And Definitely. We really thought we were going to lose him. And like we were prepping for it. I prepped my kids for it. Like we were all prepped for it. And then all of a sudden he took out the tubes himself. And then the next day he was up walking and getting in the shower. Like what? That's crazy. So, I mean, good. Yeah. I mean, it was just it was just really crazy. Like. Few weeks. Mm hmm. And um, I can't say that it's not going to be crazy in the next com- coming months because I've got some other stuff going on. Yeah. Um, so I want you guys to know, like, if we <clears throat> don't record. Yeah. Like, it's OK. Like, we'll be fine. Right. Right. Like, we're fine. Right. We're OK. Um, And we appreciate your thoughts and prayers and, you know. Oh, that's with right. Us. Because we that's right. I kind of forgot. Because like. We've both had stuff going on. Right. Like, so I just wanted to let everybody know. Right. Right. Like, right. like we're, it's fine. Everything and, will be okay. And like, we, we're not being secretive. No, my brother's been in the hospital. Right. Like, I haven't said that. Right. He's been in the hospital. He will remain so in the hospital for, for very a long serious time. reasons. Yes. And so both of us had this like, wham, bam, 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 bam. Like, mm-hmm. and it was like at the same time, and both of us were like going through the same kind of process. Like, right. And just to be honest, like, usually this is a 
break from reality for us. This is a yep. very positive thing, but it wasn't, it was like not even on my radar and I'm sure it wasn't even on yours. No, it couldn't be like, it just, it like was impossible it be. because at the end of the day, like, uh, like family comes first. Right. And I know you guys all understand that because you guys always you say that. Absolutely. But there, I'm, I'm going to just be honest. There's probably going to be times in the next upcoming months that we're going to have to do this. Where shit thing. might happen. So please stay with us. Like, don't go away. Right. Stick with stick stick with us. I mean, you're subscribed to us, so you'll get the little like yeah. notification. And we'll we... try to we'll try to make sure we let you know far in advance. Well, like, well we can. not far in advance, but like in advance, like, hey, we're not we're not releasing an episode this week. Um, it's not because we're not liking the podcast anymore or anything right. like that. It's just because we have got a lot going on and I'm moving into my new house, too. So like That's all exciting. this, it's exciting. Um and I was just thinking about that. Like when you were coming, I'm like, you know, there may be a transition period. Like we might not be able to record. And that's not a big deal. Right. Like we don't. There was a time where this was a big deal for me. Yeah. Like this was like, oh, my gosh, we're going to lose listeners. Nobody's going to listen to us anymore. But I don't feel like I feel like you guys that listen, you're going to listen. Exactly. And you guys that have been listening and maybe you come back. And. Some of them don't, and that's okay. But then we get new listeners. Well, it's like anything. Yeah. Like, I think about podcasts that I listen to, or that right, I used to too. listen to, that I don't listen to anymore it's so much. It's been like half of a year, maybe even a year since I listened. No, it's been like half of a year since I've listened to My Favorite Murder. And I listened to that religiously. Like, I was like... That was like your thing. That was my, that was my podcast. And like, there was other podcasts that I listened to that I haven't like... It's just because like life changes and I get it, Mm -hmm. but we're still going to do this until it's not fun for us anymore. Right. We're not really doing it for like, oh, let's see how many millions of people we can get to. We're, we're, you know, we're not delusional. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like we know that we're not going to be like featured speakers. Correct. At any kind of like podcast event. Uh, um, I know we've been like rambling. But I would like to do a meetup, like just like the community, find a place, do it in advance. And like everybody's responsible for their own accommodations. But like we're going to meet up and we're going to like have this. I mean, it would probably work best around a new kids event. Mm -hmm. We need a new kids event. We you know what we need? We need another Apollo. Oh, my gosh. I would feel like something's up, though. Don't you with Donnie's. Mass- with Donnie's um, Instagram posts. I don't know. I feel like something's up. I feel like something's really? in the forefront. And I'm excited about it. I hope so. And I, mean, I, I just I, have I this hope feeling. So. I just have this feeling like something, something other than the cruise. I was going to say something other than the cruise. Yes. Like more than cruise. Something other than the cruise. Sign me up. Right. Like hopefully we get tickets. Right. Jackie, are you there? <laughs> Jackie, can you hear me? we need you. <laughs> so anyway, that's that. Yeah. Just want to put that out there. Yep. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate your concern for us. And if it happens again, you'll know why. Right. So. Exactly. All right. So this week is the blog party. Like, we've been talking about all this stuff, but it's a uh, New Kids on the Block episode. Yeah, it is. So, uh, how far, <laughs> how much have we recorded so far? Um, we're in like 25 minutes. Oh, that's it? No, yeah, that's it. Oh. Yeah. It's wow. not too, too bad. I felt like we've been talking for an hour. It 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 felt like it. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Well, good. Let's yeah. read some. Oh, we got an intro. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And this is my so-called whatever. Hey. Welcome to the block party. We ain't leaving out nobody. Hey. What was that? I don't know. That was a spin on it. I always put a little spin on it. This chair is making a weird noise. You hear it? It Yeah, I do. going like, hoo, 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 Except a blowout. <laughs> oh, Do you want to read the first story or shall I? Um, how about you read the first story? Sounds good. I would love to. Excellent. This is how John Knight changed my life. 
Stephanie's story. Not our friend Stephanie. Different Stephanie. Right. I mean, this is our friend Stephanie, too, well, but like our... You're all our friends. But... Right. Our very cl- dear friend, our very close friend Stephanie, who loves John Knight. Yes. Not that one. Not that one. This is a different friend Stephanie. Dear Brooke and Nikki, I have been trying to get caught up on the podcast before I shared my story, but I just can't seem to catch up. So please forgive me if I'm repeating anyone else's content. Here's a story of how John Knight changed my life. Ooh. It's all good. Yeah. Take your time catching up. That's yeah. fine. No rush. For sure. For sure. For just about as long as I can remember, I have suffered from generalized anxiety disorder and panic attacks. Unfortunately, growing up in the 80s and 90s, these terms were not nearly as normalized as they are today. That's true. Uh, so true. Like, you, just uh, take <clears throat> control of yourself. That, that's what they would say. Right. You just need to calm down. Right. Okay. You might have heard a few Prozac jokes thrown around. Mm-hmm. Yep. But in general, the subject was still very stigmatized and not openly discussed. I knew that I was an anxious kid. But for most of my childhood, I didn't even know I had an illness that had a name. Do you know what my parents would give me for my <clears throat> anxiousness? What? Tums. Tums? I took so many Tums, it's surprising that I don't have like extra bones in my body or something. So I <laughs> always remember you taking a lot of Tums. Yeah. Always. Always. Even as like teenagers. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, my grandmother takes those. Yeah. Now I take them, but my, for it, what they're used for. <laughs> my dad would be like take some tums well there were often times like before a basketball game that i would throw up oh yep so i like okay that was part of the connection that was part of the the with me it would make me yes sick it doesn't now but like then it would turn my stomach and i would puke so i would take tums to avoid that sickening feeling that makes perfect sense actually yeah but i took them a lot you did Mm. And most importantly, I didn't know anyone else who had these feelings like I did. I never saw any of my family or friends have a panic attack. I thought I was completely alone. Then one day when I was in high school, my mom told me that John Knight was going to be on an episode of The Oprah Show and that Jordan, my childhood favorite from The New Kids, would be on too. She taped it for me and I watched, not knowing that the focus of the episode was going to be on John's anxiety disorder. Mm. From the first moment that the show opened and he appeared standing on stage, shaking and gasping for air, I was in complete shock. For the first time in my life, I saw myself in someone else. As he stood there literally having a panic attack on TV, I recognized my own feelings and everything about his demeanor and his mannerisms. It was like I could feel him going through it because I knew exactly what it was like. After watching the episode, it was another five long years before I was officially diagnosed and started treatment. During that stage of my initial diagnosis, I went through a period of shame when I didn't want anyone to know what I was going through. I was in graduate school at the time, trying to hold it together and prove myself among my peers. But I kept thinking about John. I thought about how I felt the day that I watched him on TV and how much it helped me to realize I wasn't alone. So I made a decision to face my anxiety and to talk openly about it with anyone who would listen. And to my surprise, several people responded by opening up to me about their own private struggles. My openness allowed them to feel safe enough to share their stories with me. This is what John did for me when he appeared on TV and showed the world what a panic attack was like. I've been a fan of the new kids since I was six years old, and I have never had the opportunity to meet any of them. But I have always wanted to thank John for what he did for me and probably countless others who watched him that day. What he did was incredibly difficult for him, but his brave actions made me feel less alone in the world, and I will always be grateful to him for that. Hashtag BH love, Stephanie. So true. So true. And I I hope that one day you do get to meet him. Me too. And you get to tell him that. Me too. And I know that... He'll be very receptive. He will give you the most genuine John hug. Mm-hmm. Because they're amazing. I just... It's hard for me to think about that episode. Mm-hmm. It's very hard for me to We've think talked about, about that, that episode. And... It's, I don't think I could ever watch it again. It, it, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Because there's so much emotion in it. And I feel for him so much. Yeah. I hadn't at that part of my life had outward. Like my panic attacks ended up in like crying fits. Uh huh. So it wasn't the same. Do you know what I mean? It was different. And like my parents would be like, get a hold of yourself. Like stop crying. But it was like I would cry and then I'd hyperventilate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's was my 
so watching him scared me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like knowing that you could go through. I and it's just like, then I felt so much like, oh my gosh, like we put him through that, like us fans. Is that awful to say? Like we didn't. Like no, of course we didn't. But and you know, I that. felt. So, but at the time, I was like, but you I felt, feel so awful that he felt that way you for feel so long. Yes, you feel totally responsible. Yeah. So, anyway, it's Stephanie. Your story. Yeah, I Thank mean, you, for you couldn't have explained it right. in a better way. Ooh, that was good. That was a good story. Very good story, and. uh I'm sure a lot of other, a lot of other fans, listeners, yeah, can relate. Can totally relate. I know yeah. that they can. Oh, definitely, We've heard it. for sure, for sure. We've heard it. So, yeah. Thanks, Steph. Thank you. Or Stephanie. Yeah. I don't want to call you Steph if you're like I don't like it when people call me Steph. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. Okay, now we have NKOTB Close Encounters by Suzanne. Instead of sharing a story about meeting the new kids, I'm going to tell you my stories of close encounters with them that still mean the world to me. In the summer of 2002, my boyfriend and I were on a weekend getaway in Los Angeles and decided to visit Hollywood as my boyfriend wanted to see the Grauman's Chinese Theater. Do I, did I say that right? I think so. Grauman's? 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 We Grauman's, yeah. Grauman's, Okay. We were just about to reach the theater when we were approached by a man asking if we'd like to be in an audience for a taping of the show Hollywood Squares. He, that's so cool. That is cool. He told us we would have to leave at that very moment and drive to the studio to participate. So we immediately left and headed to the studio. When we got there, we had to fill out some forms and waited to be brought into the audience section. We had no idea who was going to be on the show. And was and it was the we had no idea who was going to be on the show, and all was revealed as we walked in and saw the names on the squares. <laughs> I about had a heart attack when I noticed Joey McIntyre was one of the squares. I would die. You would poop your pants right there. Yep. It'd be over, and they'd have to take me out. Yep. Should have worn my diaper that Jeepers. day. Jeepers. Um, I could not believe I was going to be in the same room as Joey freaking McIntyre. The other stars that were going to be on the show were, and this is so funny, but I, I think I remember this episode or it was a series of I episodes. I think that he was on like a, like a block of them. Like a series of episodes. Yeah. Because I watched them. Like, yes. Oh yeah. I remember watching them. That was my, one of my favorite types of Joey right there. That. That was a good joke. Yeah. That was a, I like that, that joke very hey, much myself. Hey. hey. <laughs> the other stars that were going to be on the show were Phyllis Diller, Daisy Fuentes, Arsenio Hall, Richard Jenny, Magic Johnson, Susan Lucci, Doris Roberts, Gene Simmons, Jeffrey Tambor, and the host, Tom Bergeron. Bergeron. Thank you. The show was actually directed by Henry Winkler, a.k.a. The Fonz, hey. and we saw him on stage as well. We took our seats and were and proceeded to be warmed up by the audience warmer. We were told we would be part of a two-episode filming, and we would get a break halfway through. Out came the stars, and they took their seats in the squares. I don't think I took my eyes off Joey the entire time. I was still in total shock, as what I, I, I would be. <laughs> The taping was fun, and sadly, I don't remember much of what's said or done throughout the show. I do remember the break. After the first episode was completed, the stars left the squares, and the audience warmer came back out. He told us there would be a dance competition for the audience, and random people were chosen to take the stage. Here is where my story gets good slash sad. One girl took the stage and was dancing. Not great, but hey, she had more guts than me to dance in front of complete strangers. The audience warmer then says, does anyone want to challenge her? My boyfriend started to pinch me and told me I should go up there as I could easily beat her at this competition. I was way too shy at the time and wouldn't even think of going up on stage. Another gal raised her hand and headed up to the stage to show her up. She started dancing. It was clearly better. And then suddenly, just off to the right of the stage, Joey peeks his head out. What? 
the lady dancing doesn't notice him. And so he proceeds to sneak his way out to the stage and ends up surprising her by dancing back to back with her. In my head, I'm thinking that could have been me. (laughs) This still haunts me to this day and has been a source of influence when my shyness is tested. I guess my overall lesson from this was life is short. You never know when you'll miss out on dancing with a new kid. That is true. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? No. My second encounter was with Jordan a few years later in 2006. Jordan was on a tour promoting his release of Love Songs. Love that album. Let me just say, love that album. Love Love Songs. And my best friend and my be- and my best friend managed to get us tickets to his show. The show as the show was actually held at our old high school auditorium in Turlock, California. That's crazy to me. Whoa, that would be so awesome if Jordan Knight came and performed at Peaks Auditorium. I know. I would love to see him at Peaks. Love songs? Could you imagine? Oh That'd be God, fantastic. Front row. Oh. We'd have would, all the meet and greets. I would go to D4B and find him. I- <laughs> Oh my gosh. My Jordan, I'll see you in D4B. Yeah. Meet me in D4B. <laughs> I won't have uh, chains and what? Chains. <laughs> well, you know, like the people who used to hang out in D4B, like they were cool. I like them. But they were like of the gothic <laughs> <Wait>. nature. <laughs> you mean B lobby? Oh, whoops. D4B. You mean, you was... mean lower B lobby? I meant lower B lobby. The lower B lobbyists. Yes. No, D4B, D4B was, was the study, the study hall. <laughs> That's right. Behind the auditorium. That's right. I forgot. (laughs) It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Wow. (laughs) My friend jokingly gave the tickets to me as an early birthday gift. I made it clear it was no joke. I was excited to see Jordan in person, finally. The concert was very mellow. It was just him and a few backup dancers on stage. We sat with friends who had taken their boyfriends with them. The boys laughed at our excitement when we sang along to the NKOTB song tribute that he started the show with. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. At one point in the show, Jordan moved to the piano for a few songs. The guys in our group decided they wanted to get his attention. This was easily done as it was a small theater. I remember being extremely embarrassed by the boys and told them to cool it and be quiet. At one point, the guy yells, at one point, the guys yell, go Celtics, but pronounced it purposely the wrong way. This got Jordan's attention, and he looked up at us and questioned their pronunciation. Celtics? I was red with embarrassment, and it was pray- and was praying this didn't get us kicked out. Luckily, it didn't, and the guys kept quiet the rest of the show. Okay, so, like, how do you think they pronounce it? Celtics? Oh. That's all I could think of it would be. Be, you know, oh. and then he says, like, Celtics, Celtics, the Celtics. What are you talking about? What, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> Larry Bird, Jersey 33. <laughs> 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 so uh, that's it. Those are my, oh, that was amazing. Those were amazing. Those were amazing. Oh my gosh. Those are my two encounters. I came pretty close to John at the mixtape tour concert in Portland, but again, no cigar. Well, I totally love hearing the stories of all the incredibly lucky blockheads that have had up close and personal encounters with the guys. I feel totally blessed to have these few little close moments with them. Love your podcast. Please, please keep the good stories coming. That was awesome. That I was love awesome. those close encounters. If you guys have close encounters, I want to hear them. Everybody wants to hear them. I, I want to hear them. That was fantastic. I want to see Jordan at my high school auditorium. Me too. Like bad. Yes. That would be a dream come true. Come on, Jordan. Come on up. You know you know what would beat that though? What? Joey McIntyre singing I Love You Came Too Late at our high school auditorium. I would rather see Jordan. Uh, that's true. I can see where you would I mean, say that. I can see where you would say that. Fair, fair. Yes. I get it. I didn't mean to say I love you came too late. I meant to say stay the same. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I mean, on like, OK, so I if would Joe did if, if he did come. I would be a puddle of me- I would be a mess. I would. I yes, you would be. If I would say, be, say the same. You would be like, you guys, if Joey ever sings stay the same and I hear him say it, I can't like I just can't. I can't even I can't. I, I would really like to hear him sing. I love you came too late. I love that song. But I would also like to hear him sing stay the same. 
I would like to listen to Jordan sing the phone book. Yeah. I don't care. What I would like for Joey McIntyre to come on our podcast. Um, That is like necessary. That's come been, on. 2020 is a year. That's, I mean, it's it's been too long. Like you. Come on, man. Like, let's let's, let's do on. this. Let's do it. I, I, for real. I'm ready to go to New York City. I mean. I made the drive in a day and it wasn't that bad. I mean. No. Now, let's just say I'd like to have stayed a little bit longer. But for Joey McIntyre, that could be done. And I would drive part of it. But like, here's the thing, Joey McIntyre. Imagine that I would drive part of it. You probably wouldn't want me to because we wouldn't get there until like the next day. But well, but here's the thing. As we've said, it's completely on his terms. Right. Completely on his terms. Right. One hundred percent. You want us to show up and meet you at your coffee shop? Fine. It, but you want to do it over the phone? Fine. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be in Connecticut and you're like, I'm going to Connecticut. Okay. Yeah. We'll be there. Right. I mean, you just say the word and we shall be there. So just just going to put that out there again. Into the universe. Again. Yes. Always. I think we actually need to get our board going up. We need to actually put it. The board we've been talking about. For two years. For years. Needs to happen. I'm going to work on it. Well, I mean, once you move. Yeah. And I also want to say the videos that I've been doing, it's on hold. Just, <laughs> But but I've been doing them. Right. Yes, you have. But and it's coming out good. I'm kind of excited. That's I don't want to get too excited because I don't want you guys to be like, oh, what is this? But um, I haven't forgotten about it. It's just like you guys know we had all this stuff happen stuff and I'd been working on it prior to and it all kind of just went to hell in a handbasket. So, yeah, um, as soon as I get back into the groove, get into the groove, boy, you got to prove your love to me. Yeah. Get <laughs> up on your feet. Yeah. Step to the beat. Boy, what will it be? Gonna get to know you in, in a special way. way. This doesn't happen to, to me every day. day. All right. So. That was good. I'm going to read the next story. Okay. Donnie freaking Wahlberg followed me today. Hey! Well. Remember the day he followed us? Yes. It was a mess. It was a mess. I mean. It was a mess. That was exciting. My desk. Just everything. Everything went. Everything just blew up. It was like a bomb. It was. That it was, was a very exciting day. That was amazing. Well, 9-3-2019. I had the absolute shittiest day ever. Oh. I felt like I was in a tailspin at work. I came home and totally failed as a mom and wife. My kids just hated me today. So to totally felt like a failure as a mom. My husband and I just were bickering and I felt really bad. I saw Donnie was up in the air. I told him safe travels. Then about 20 minutes later, he was all of a sudden checking in from the sky and giving out twugs oh we were just talking about that today all those twitter hugs yes i simply told them hello from omaha nebraska and said i can't wait to get on that boat and meet you guys for the first time hey then i followed up and said can i also get a twug and a follow then this happened photo attached i promptly tweeted it posted on face on facebook your page first sent it to my girls and then (laughs) ran through my house yelling Johnny motherfucking Wahlberg just followed me on Twitter and gave me a hashtag twug. Oh, Nikki and Brooke, he is a national treasure and sure as shit. We are all Donnie girls. Love Katie Loring. Hashtag Joey girl for life. That is amazing. And twug done and done. It is um, the pictures on our website. Yes. And that's amazing. So exciting. What a like what a good way to turn around a shitty day. Right. You're like this day just turned around real fast. Yeah, that escalated quickly. It, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, seriously. It's Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie freaking Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg himself is amazing. Went to you, your profile, and hit and hit follow, follow, follow and reply, replied. and replied, and actually typed out the words. Right. Twug. Done right. And done. Right. Like he did that. Right. Not his assistant. No. Not like. Not a social media person. No. Not like a rep. Donnie Wahlberg Himself. Because he's amazing. Yes, he is. He is a national treasure. He is. We are all Donnie girls. He will always have a very special place in our heart. 
always forever donnie we were just uh, talking about this the other day i know donnie we had him on the podcast what the hell go back and listen to that episode if you haven't yet i'm sure you have oh my gosh listen to it again i'm going to i am too i'm going to because it makes me happy me too i'm so happy and then i feel like a damn fool and then (laughs) it's exciting because i was like just in awe like Mm -hmm. just in awe you guys like oh my goodness and jenny was there yes making her wares right she was like making her, that was when she like was making her like That's stuff that right. she sold was she yes oh i didn't remember that yeah because i had seen earlier in the day or maybe later that night she he had done like an inst- he had done like an instagram live or a, a live facebook or something fa- something live That's right and he had taken lumpy out to use the potty oh that's right and he got her snowing yeah and he got her on video and she was in her like in her like element so cool just to let you know kevin's coming home because the heating guy is coming oh good so exciting yeah you guys we have no heat by the way just um fyi it is what like 30 degrees yeah, it's pretty chilly. And we lost heat last night, but it's it's actually not bad. It's not as cold as it as you would think it would be. You can't see your breath. No. So that's good. Right. It's not as cold as it has been in here in the mid of winter when we do have heat. Right. Right. Which is kind of crazy. So now we have Erica's and KOTB story. Here we go. Strap in your seatbelts. Let's go. Hi, Brooke and Nikki. I love your podcast and I love the interactions between the two of you. Oh, thank you. Thanks, man. My NKOTB adventure started in the late 80s when those five beautiful boys from Boston blessed this earth with their greatness. It's a bit of a blur because that was so long ago and I was so young, but I'll tell you as much as I can remember. I love them so much. Joey's always been my favorite because he's a young one and it just made sense. Okay, so you might hear some noises in the foreground. For- Wait, foreground? Is that background? Oh, background, not foreground. We're the foreground, foreground noise would be your voice. Oh, yes. Um, because we are getting heat turned on. Yay. Here in our house. So Yay. hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Well, yeah. Hope, yeah. Knock on wood. Yes. Okay. Let me continue with the story. Yes. Um. Okay. I love them so much. Joey has always been my favorite because he's a young one and it just made sense. I was born in 1980. Hey, I can relate. Plus those beautiful blue eyes made him irresistible. I had the bed sheets, comforter, Joey doll, cards, buttons, bracelets, posters, school folders, anything new kids. I had it. My parents were full supporters of my craze. I'm jealous. I'll never forget (laughs) when I heard that they were becoming to Boise, Idaho. I knew I had to go. Big acts never came to our small town. I couldn't believe it was happening. The concert was scheduled for February 17th, 1991. I can't remember when the tickets went on sale, but it was sometime in the fall of 1990. All of my friends at school were talking about it. We all knew we had to go to that concert. The ticket sale day came. I was anxious as I went to school. My mom, being the wonderful lady she is, waited in line at the local Albertsons grocery store to get tickets for me and my favorite cousin, fellow blockhead Jenny. All day at school, I was looking forward to going home to find out if we got seats. Well, when I got home, my mom told me the devastating news. The tickets were sold out before she got to the front of the line. I was heartbroken. My world shattered. Unbeknownst to me, this was all part of her plan. (laughs) I went to school and told my friends I didn't get tickets. They all did get tickets, of course. So for the next few months, he's on. So for the next few months, I had to listen in agony as they all talked about their plans for the concert. I was so sad. Well, now comes Christmas. We always spent Christmas with our whole family at the grandparents' house. After I had opened all of my presents, my mom said, Oh, wait, I forgot. There's one more I hid in the closet. She pulled out a small rectangular box. I opened it, and it was New Kids on the Block tickets. OMG, happiest day of my life. I jumped up and down, ran around the house screaming and probably crying. I would have too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, totally acceptable. Oh my gosh. I would have had like a full on. I don't even know. <laughs> I was ecstatic. I hugged my parents so tight. I couldn't believe this was happening. Then I asked my mom. So did Jenny get tickets too? She said yes. Her mom surprised her the same way. 
I called her and we both squealed with excitement. We still talk about this day and it has been and always will be the best Christmas ever. I don't remember a lot about the concert, just that it was my first concert ever and I was loving every minute of it. We had decent seats, but were up higher than I wanted to be. Oh, well. Now, this is where my memory really starts to fade. I went about my childhood. I remember I was devastated when they split up, but I had other music interests by then. As I grew older, I was more into rap, hip hop, and R&B. Are we soul sisters? Maybe. (laughs) Loved me some Tupac. Hey! Me too! Life went on, (laughs) adulting, etc. And I kind of forgot about those five bad boys from the Beantown land. I don't remember much about when they got back together in 2008. I was married, getting ready to move away from my hometown, and just busy with life. We moved away to San Diego in 2009. Then, in 2011, gave birth to my daughter and moved back to Boise. Got divorced in 2013 and had to put my life back together. I remember seeing the TV show Rock This Boat and thought that was so cool and would be so much fun. But I didn't know if they still did the cruise or if it was just for those couple of years. I didn't bother doing any research and went on with my life. Every now and then, I would think about the cruise and do a Google search, but always seemed to just miss the sale dates. Oh, well, being a single mom, I couldn't afford it anyway. Fast forward to October-ish, maybe end of September of 2018. A concert announcement popped up in my Facebook feed. New Kids on the Block would be coming to Boise? What? What? I thought to myself, they're still touring? How did I not know this? I immediately called my cousin Jenny and a few of my close friends, and we made plans to buy tickets. I bought us very good seats. In an upper level, I leveled to the stage. We would be so close. We were so excited. The months of anticipation, the months of anticipation seemed never ending. At least I had a trip to Disneyland mixed in there too to occupy my thoughts. Thank God. Sweet. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I took my daughter there for Halloween. Isn't it amazing in Halloween? The best. It is so much fun. It's absolutely. It, it is one of the. Well, I've never been to Disneyland. No, but I mean, it's still going to be amazing. World. Yeah. It's still going to be amazing because, yeah. hello, it's Disney. It's Disney. Right. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to NKOTB. Our concert was set for June 4th, 2019. This was 28 years and almost four months since the last time they were here. Wow. This concert is way overdue. So a few weeks before the concert, I saw that a radio station here was having a contest to give away floor seats. I must have misunderstood and thought they would be front row seats, but whatevs. Anywho, to join the contest, you had to post a picture of yourself from the 90s and people on Facebook would vote for their favorite. I was one of the top five. Made it past the first hurdle. Then a week before the concert, we all met at Dave and Buster's for the competition. Round one, a 90s dance move dance off. (laughs) Barely made it through that round. Made it through a tiebreaker for the connect of Connect Four. Round two, four square. Also, really close call for me on this round. Round three, 90s trivia, Jeopardy style. I did all right and then had the lowest score right before the final Jeopardy round. <sighs> I went all in and waged it all on the answer, Macarena, and I was right. What? Wow. Now it's just me and one other girl. Final round. It's a four-round race of Mario Kart. Oh, my word. That's amazing. Are you kidding me? I was a master of this game in high school. <laughs> I've got this in the bag. And, of course, I smashed the competition. As soon as my character crossed that last finish line, I put down the remote. I had butterflies in my stomach and kept saying, I did it. I won. I won. I Aww. had a tear in my eye. I had a tiny tear in my eyes. My parents, my daughter, and a few close friends were there to watch, and they were all so happy for me. I couldn't believe it. I have floor seats. During the event, they were also raffling off other seats for the concert. My mom won two tickets in the section next to the section I was originally going to sit in. Now my mom has two tickets. I have two floor tickets, and I have the ticket I purchased months earlier. Hmm. What to do? My daughter said she wants to go. So we decided my mom would take my daughter, Vivian, or we call her Vivi. So this is how cool this is. My mom took me to my first concert ever, which just so happened to be NKOTB. And now my mom is taking my daughter to her first concert ever, NKOTB, at the same arena we attended 28 years ago. I guess this is a family tradition now. They better not wait another 28 years before they come back to Boise. (laughs) 
I was 10 at my first concert. My daughter is seven for her first concert. What a memory to share. For my plus one for the floor seats, I took my cousin Jenny. Aww. So she and I sold our two tickets we had previously bought. Now we're getting really excited. The night before I was still uh, the night before I was so excited I couldn't sleep. Ugh. What how will I make it through the concert with no sleep? So now it's finally the day of the concert. I discover the guy's social media accounts and immediately start Instagram stalking Joey. It was exciting to see his bike rides and recognize the parts of town that he was in. I worked until three o'clock that day and immediately went home to take a nap before I met up with my concert crew. We took an Uber to the venue and made our way inside. My cousin and I got to our floor seats and could not believe how close we were. OMG, this is going to be amazing. We had a few beers before the show started. I was getting so anxious. I'm going to see my childhood crushes live in person. So close, (laughs) I don't need binoculars to see their faces. We were on the side of the B stage. The music started with the slugger DJ guy. I wasn't really paying attention. I just wanted to see the boys in the band. (laughs) And then it's time. The Surrey voice got us all worked up. And then pitch black. Music starts. Black curtain drops. And there they are. I started jumping up and down and screaming like a little girl. Oh, it's because I said Surrey. Oh. That's weird. (laughs) Oopsies. I started jumping up and down and screaming like a little girl. I lost my mind. Those five handsome hunks were right in front of me. I loved every minute of it. However, I must have drank too much. Or I was delirious from lack of sleep. But a lot of the night is a blur. And there are so many parts I can't remember. So I'm very thankful for all the videos and pictures that this huge sisterhood of blockheads have shared on social media. After the concert, I wanted to wait out by the buses to catch a glimpse again. I barely remember any of this. All I do know is my cousin's ride came to pick us up and he wanted to leave. This guy was a big jerk. She was dating. She's not dating him now after this incident. I was watching an Instagram live video that Jordan was doing and all caught up in the BH madness. I refused to get in the car. So we drove off. (sighs) Then my phone died. Crap. How will I get home? My cousin told the guy to let her out. She wasn't going to leave me alone. So she and I started the three mile walk to my house. Oh, my gosh. The main road leading from the arena to the freeway is the same road we walked. So in our drunken walk, we saw all the tour buses drive by and our dreams drove away. I woke up the next day in so much pain I could barely walk. See, I was still in recovery from ACL surgery. OMG. And jumping and running did not help. Oh, well, the night was so worth it. It re-sparked my love for those five men, and I am now all in. I joined all the Facebook groups, found your podcast, and I constantly watch YouTube videos of anything NKOTB. I'm obsessed. My daughter is, too. She has my old Joey poster hanging up in her wall. I'm such a proud mama. So now that I know the cruise is still a thing, I'm determined to be on that boat in 2020. My cousin is, too. I turned 40 in April, so that will be an amazing B-Day celebration. So that's my story. Thanks for listening. I hope I make it on the boat and get to meet you. Love, Erica. Oh, Erica, you are awesome. And I love your pictures. And the story was so good. It's an amazing story. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Her little girl is too cute. Look at that. So adorable. My pictures are... Like, I lost internet service. She got a picture with Tiffany. Oh, that's so cool. So cool. Oh, here we go. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. And Debbie Gibson. Her little girl's so cute. So adorable. Oh, Tiffany and Debbie. Yeah. Did you say Debbie Gibby? Debbie Gibby, I did. (laughs) Debbie Gibby. Debbie Gibby. (laughs) Hashtag Debbie Gibby. That's so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Yes. I love it. Yes. I love the picture of the um the tickets. So cool. Okay. So we have one final story. One final story to read. Yes. Folks. Here we go. And I need to scroll back to it because this closed down. Okay. This is go back up to it. Jenny, Donnie, Missy, and hashtag Operation Help Missy. First, I want to say how much I love your My So-Called Whatever podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm late in the game with listening to it, but I'm catching up over time. 
my recent long drive from North Carolina to New York City up to Boston, back down to New York City, then back to North Carolina did help to catch up on many of the episodes. Hey, perfect. We are so glad to come along on your road trip with you. Yeah, that was fun. This is a story about my mission to help my friend and BH Missy and how it all began. Operation Help Missy. Hashtag Operation Help Missy. Hashtag OHM. Originally began around the first week of September. I fell in love with New York City in 2018 after visiting for the first time during the Apollo show. That was amazing. Now, every time I visit New York City, I find it so difficult to wait to visit again. I had returned from NYC the week prior and was already planning my next visit. I decided the first week of November would be a good time as it would still be before the holidays hit and before New York would begin to receive snow. Since I drive to and from North Carolina, road conditions are always a factor to consider. On September 21st, my friend and beloved blockhead Missy announced that she is experiencing kidney failure and will need to begin dialysis soon if a donor match is not found in time. It wasn't very long after this, after this, the thought occurred to me that Donnie may be able to help get her story out to millions of people and increase the chances of her finding a donor. And I think he did. I think he retweeted. I think he did too. Yeah. I then began to plan a surprise visit for her with Donnie. I hoped and prayed that I would be fortunate enough to find out where Donnie was filming the week I planned to visit and to be able to ask for his assistance. A month and a half went by and the day was getting closer. The day I was to drive from North Carolina to New York and hope to catch Donnie and hope to catch Donnie. I originally planned to drive to New York on Monday, November 4th, but that morning I wasn't feeling it. I didn't get as many chores completed over the weekend as I had hoped to and was fairly tired. I decided to wait until the next morning to head up. The next morning came and I left my driveway around 6 a.m. I'm used to long drives and the drive wasn't bad. I didn't hit much traffic going up and arrived at the Blue Bloods studios around 3.30 or 4 p.m. Wow. I heard they had been filming offsite on Monday and rumors that they had been that day too. Given that it was close to the end of the workday, I didn't anticipate catching him at this later hour anyway. But, as Joey says, nothing is accidental. This looked like it may be that case, too. While walking around to the different studios, checking to see any signs of the cast filming, I began to see orange signs. The signs read, no parking, Wednesday, November 6th, filming at 6 a.m. for Blue Bloods. OMG, they're filming tomorrow. This may be the ticket to getting Missy to Donnie. I took a picture of the sign and excitedly sent it to my New York friends in a group chat. Missy is in that group chat and it, and it wasn't long before she said she might be able to make it there the next morning. She would have to see how she felt, etc. Understandable. After the excitement settled down, I found a place to stay in Long Island. Heading west would have caused me to hit tolls going round trip. I settled in and was asleep by 9 p.m. Knowing my alarm would go off around 3.30 a.m. to be there around 6 a.m. I'm very slow to wake up. Me too. I figured they probably wouldn't start filming around until around 9 a.m., but I didn't want to take a chance on missing him. 3.30 a.m. came very fast. Fortunately, I was waking up so early to go see Donnie, though. Waking up that early for him is always worth it. Knowing that it was not a 100% guarantee that we would get to see Donnie, we also knew there was a 100% chance we would not if we did not try. That's true. True that. You miss all the shots that you didn't take. That's right. You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take, Michael Jordan. After finding a McDonald's lobby open, I quickly used the bathroom and headed to the studios. I arrived at around 6 a.m. and asked a couple of workers if they knew where they would begin filming. Fortunately, one of the guys knew where they would begin filming and told me how to get there. I found the studio and got as comfortable as I could while sitting outside in 40 degree weather. Side note, this is not as cold as our Sony experience. 15 to 20 degrees overnight. We would stand in a hurricane for this man. Before I left my house, I almost grabbed my full winter gear that I had at Sony, but decided not to. Ignore that little voice and regretted not listening to it. I did, however, have a thick blanket with me and did bring that along after leaving my car. I sat down outside the studio with my blanket over my legs. I'm sure the workers thought I was homeless, but I didn't care as this mission might might turn out to be successful. Looking homeless was the least of my concerns. Mm -hmm. I heard from Missy around 8 a.m. that she was good to come to the studio and would begin to get ready to leave. Oh, thank God. I'm so glad she's feeling up to coming. I know she needed to refill her Donnie tank and that this would help her get through some potential rough times ahead. Donnie tank is real. Yeah, that's a real thing. I need I need to fill up. Actually, I need to fill up my Donnie tank. I need to fill up my Donnie tank. I'm uh, I'm getting a little low. Oh, yeah. Donnie, can you hear me? Getting a little low. 
Around 9 a.m., a van pulls up and pulls halfway into the garage with the exit side facing the other side of me. Actually, no, I'm not low. Because he wished me a happy birthday. I was just going to say, he did wish you a happy birthday. What am I talking about? But that was a month ago. So it's like halfway. (laughs) I saw Johnny, but I I knew that he didn't see me. Did I just miss my chance to get to see him? Ask how long he'll be around? Would he be able to wait for Missy? Ugh. The 12-year-old inside of me wants to scream, Tommy! But I know there is a level of BH crazy, and I'm not willing to cross that line. So I waited as patiently as I could. Around 10.30, a worker asked if Donnie knew I was there and if Donnie knows who I am. I replied, um, he might recognize me by now, but I don't know if he knows my name. If you tell him Jenny from, not sharing my location, he might recognize that or be able to figure it out. Literally, as this was happening, I was also telling the worker that I was waiting on my friend Missy. She just happened to she just happened to be walking up with her son. It was like her unicorn powers blasted down the block before I even saw her. The worker said he would talk to the security guy as he might be able to ask Donnie about seeing us before he has to rush off to his next event. The security guy came out and said he would ask Donnie about seeing us. About 10 minutes later, the security guy came out and said for us to come with him. We responded, <gasps> okay. okay. Thinking, you don't have to tell us twice. He took us to an area where Donnie was waiting for us. We were told that Donnie literally only had a few minutes, but he wanted to take the time to see us. Donnie, he's such an international treasure. Yes, he is. True that. I allowed Missy and her son to go first, as this was my whole intention of trying to find Donnie. I wanted her to be able to refill her Donnie tank. I think her son went first. They had their moment, and then it was Missy's turn. She told them her name, that she is in kidney failure, and asked if he could help get the word out to try to find a donor match for her. He said he would do what he can and to get the information to us. They were both able to take a selfie with him. I did have my moment with him and took a selfie with him as well. This story submission is to try and raise awareness about Missy, though, so maybe I'll share my details in a different submission. We only had a few minutes with him, probably 10 altogether. But as all of us blockheads know, those few minutes replay in our heads in slow motion and are enough to refill our Donnie tanks. As Nikki and Brooke always say, Donnie, you know what you did. Yeah, you do, Donnie Even Wahlberg. if Donnie never retweets the tweets about it, we know he may be working something behind the scenes. He is a man of his word and would not promise something he would not have an intention of doing something and do what he can to keep his word. And he word. did. That's right. Missy is B positive and will need a B positive donor. Even if you are not B positive, you can still be tested and be placed in a system where you may become a match for someone else. You could save a life. If you end up needing a transplant later down the road, you'll be placed at the top of the list. For more information, please visit www.mountsinai.org and or call them at 1-800-MD-SINAI, which is S-I-N-A-I. Yes. So that's the story about how Operation Help Missy began. I hope you enjoyed our story. And there's um, information on our website. And yeah. there's a picture of the Missy and, and Donnie on our website, too. Yeah. That's a really nice picture. Very nice picture. He looks so yes. dapper. Yes, he does. Very handsome man. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thanks so much for sharing. That was yes. um, that was awesome. And you're a good friend. You are a good friend. Thank you for doing that for yeah. her. Yeah. So best of luck. Yeah. So that's it. That's it, guys. We want your stories. Please send us your stories. Yeah. My so-called whatever at gmail.com. Yeah. Whether it be new kids stories. Or 80s or 90s. 80s, or, 90s stories or yeah. sync stories yeah. or Backstreet stories. Yeah. Or Westlife stories. Yeah. Westlife. Yeah. I forgot about that. Or O-Town stories. Oh, yeah. Um, Ryan Cabrera stories. Ra- yeah. He's, he's like 2000, but that's okay. That's okay. I mean, we'll take the stories. Yeah. He we'll had that him. hair. He did have that hair. I think he still has that hair. Wasn't he and Ashley Simpson a thing? They were friends. Oh. Okay. They were like really good friends. Oh, okay. Um, but I always feel like they kind of had a little thing on the side. Yeah, maybe. But she was with the, uh, that other guy there. Oh, Right. But I think he was on her reality show. Remember her reality show? Yes. So um, I love that song. On a Tuesday, I'm waiting. That one? Nope. Nope. I don't know. I... It's like right on the tip of my tongue. I can almost sing it. It's like right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. You guys are singing it right now. Yeah, you are. All right. So All right. that's it. That's Thanks, it. guys. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.